You are listening to the Power and Pros Podcast, a platform that serves as an active advocate for Black women to embody their authentic voice. Power and Pros is a space of healing and an invitation to profess the power you possess. Come along on the journey and let's get into the show. What's up, cool kids? You are tuned in to another episode of the Power and Pros Podcast. I wanted to come to y'all with One thought that hit me yesterday, and ever since it hit me, I'm like, wait, (laughs) build the boat. That is what we're going to talk about today. And so yesterday I was cleaning up, um, I was washing dishes actually, and it hit me that I have to build the boat. I have to do the thing, put the work behind my faith to see the results that I want to see, to get into that space of being sustained. And I thought about Noah, who I never think about, like, you know what I mean? But I thought about his story and Noah was told to build a boat. He was given instructions on how to build it. He was given instructions on who to bring on the boat with him. And he was told that it's going to rain. Something that he never seen before, something he never heard before was going to happen. And so he needed this instruction So that way he understood how to walk about this new season that he was about to walk into, how to be sustained in that. And so with the instruction that he got, with the promise that he was given, it was a guarantee, right? A promise is a guarantee is a for sure thing that you can bank on is going to happen. And so as I'm thinking about my life, this season that I'm in, things that I want to do, yada, 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 (laughs) what I think I've been focused on is rain is coming. I'm in a new season. What am I going to do? There's so many instructions. It's so much for me to wrap my head around. This is a little overwhelming. It's a little bit much. But when I think about the fact that the reason why I'm getting the instruction is because I'm going to be sustained. It's like, yes, there is a flood. Yes, you are going to be in this contained, confined space, 40 days, 40 nights. Like That's where you're going to be at. But on the other side of it, you will be, you would have been prepared for what season you're going into. I will sustain you through it and you're going to be good. That's the focus, right? And that is what's supposed to help us, motivate us, and keep us determined as we are building the boat. And so, um, of course, when people do sermons about Noah, about the ark, about the flood, they talk about like, oh, people were probably looking at him crazy because he was building something for rain. People never heard of that. Like they thought he was insane. What are you talking about? And I have been the village people. I've been telling me, you're crazy. This YouTube, like, what are you doing? The Instagram, what are you doing? The TikTok, what are you doing? And it's just, it makes no sense because I've already done it. It's like, I've already posted on YouTube before. I've already done the things, right? I've already used my voice in this way. And I'm actually excited that God keeps giving me new ideas because the more ideas that I get, it lets me know that I'm being sustained in this season. And so when I'm catching myself the past couple of weeks, getting nervous, overthinking, um, and just kind of causing myself to be stuck, I'm having to ask myself, are you the village people, like, you know, like you're, you can't build 
and tear yourself down at the same time. Like it just, it just prolongs the process. And so I'm cutting wood according to what God has told me to do so I can build the boat. But then I'm also laughing at myself talking about what rain, never heard of it. It's not going to happen. We will see you at the finish line when you're looking dumb. Like that's what I'm telling me. And that's insane. That's crazy. How will I feel supported in that? How will I feel guided in that? How will I be able to remain determined on those days when it's a little bit harder to get out of bed, when it's a little bit harder to edit the episode, when my laptop freezes or whatever, like, right? Like when you meet those obstacles and you have a negative pattern of thinking, you have a negative way that you're viewing your situation, how are you then able to gear yourself up for what you're supposed to be doing? How are you able to be used as a vessel for God? How are you going to be used to speak to other people? How is that going to happen if you are the village people and Noah at the same time? And so what I'm challenging myself with is going all in, risking looking stupid, risking looking crazy, risking giving up what my plan is, what my thought about the matter is, and being like, okay, okay, God, if you saying that if we go this way and we do it in this order and we attack it with these people supporting me and I keep this part secret for now and I put this on front street, even though I'm like, I wouldn't have shared that if it was up to me. If I do that, I'm in alignment. And when you're in alignment with God, when you're walking with him, when you're talking with him, when you are all in, he's like, I bet. And if you think about the Hebrew boys, they were in that furnace. They were all in. They were in the furnace, head to toe in the furnace with nothing but their faith, right? And when they did that, they were in alignment and Jesus met them right in that space. And I need Jesus to meet me, like, period. What I have going on, I need a divine meeting. And I think what got me caught up for real was thinking that I had to work to the meeting. I had to get there. And when you think about, for me, my traditional work culture, like my career has been, you know, there's a meeting coming up with a client. So we got to work on this presentation. We have to do this. We have to do that. We have to order lunch. We got to order snacks. Like, what's this? What's this? What's this? What's that? And that's how you're preparing for the meeting to happen and for the meeting to be good, to work in your favor, right? But with God, I have to realize that the meeting is happening. Like I'm in the boardroom, right? It's happening right now. He meets with us each and every day. When you wake up, boom, meeting. If you breathe in, boom, meeting. And I'm doing this study on Jonah and Jonah was trying to run from God after a meeting that he had, an encounter that he had with God. And that led him to the well where he met God again. It's like, I'm going to shut you down. This meeting's happening. How it goes and how we flow in the meeting is based on how you participate with me in the meeting. But I am divinely meeting you every step of the way. And so for me, I was trying to work up to the meeting, trying to be good enough, trying to get a strategy so I can present my strategy to God so he could confirm it, so he could bless us, like let me know if I'm on the right track. And if I didn't have a plan, I feel like I couldn't meet with God because I'm like, I don't know what I'm doing. I don't have a plan. I don't know what what's the next step. And that's not what he's requiring. When God is calling a audience or a meeting with you for you to come and chit and chat with him, chop it up, take a beat, take a load off and sit for a second, you don't need a presentation. 
You don't need a strategy. You don't need an idea. You don't need anything. You just need to set aside the time. Because he's with you always, right? He's with you, period. But when you set aside the time for your mental, for your body to relax in the time that he's allowed you to have and today allowed you to have in this moment, you're watching this video right now. You're giving him time to minister to you through this content, right? And so as you do that, he gives you strategy. He gives you the plan. He gives you peace. He gives you joy. You gain long suffering and you're like, I don't need instant gratification. I can work with you in this. Even though I want this to be over, I would like to see some things pop off. But even though I'm not seeing it right now, I can continue to walk with you in what's happening. And when we do that, we're building trust. When we have trust, we can continue to hear words and then we go and do it. Hey, yo, Abraham, kill Isaac. And you're like, oh, okay. Like, and you just, you just walk. And it wasn't, it wasn't your strategy. It wasn't your idea. It's not how you would have called for things to go down. But because your trust has been built off the last time that you met with God, off the last time he calls you into a space and it worked out for your good, as it says in Romans 8, you're like, okay, I can trust you again. I'll do it again. I'll show up again. I'll meet with you again, even though I'm tired. I'll meet with you again, even though I'm disappointed. I'll meet with you again, even though I'm worried about what people are going to say, because I'm building a boat for rain and I don't even know what that is. <laughs> like once you start to do it, you can do it more. And as you do it more, not only are you blessed, but your people are blessed. Do you know that some of my anxiety and fear and concern that I have is because I want to bless the people around me. And I'm like, how am I going to do that? What's my strategy for blessing these people? Like, how am I going to make sure that my people are good? And it's the same thing as when they are good. And I'm like, okay, I don't have to do anything. Meeting with God. When you meet with God, he gives you what you need. So if you need peace today, that's where you meet with him. Y'all know, I got my nails done. First of all, they're super cute. <laughs> love the length, love the shape, love the little design. And it was like, okay, you need that. And you're saying that you need that for your mental, you know what I mean? To get you through the season. It's going to make you feel good. And it's a self-care moment and blah, blah. God's like, cool. Like, please get your nails done. Like, I didn't feel any, I'm walking out, out of alignment with the spirit because I got my nails done. But at the end of the day, I turned a sermon on later because I was like, I need to hear from you. I need to have some time. I need to send a prayer up. Like we need to have a meeting, an audience, a conversation. I need to put the time aside, right? And so we can have these other tactics, these other tools. We can have people that we go to and spaces that we're in, habits that we formed um, to help us kind of, you know, feel like ourselves and be able to, we can go throughout the day. But at the end of the day, we can't go throughout our day without the Lord. He's the one who gives us breath. He's the one who gives us life. The reason why I could pay for the nails, child, is because God gave me the money, you know? So I want to set aside time to honor him with my time, to honor him and say thank you for what you're doing, for what you've done, for how you're continuing to move in my life. And it builds up a cadence for me on the days when I don't want to, the days when I don't want to show up, on the days when I'm wondering if God going to show up and do his part because I feel like I'm doing mine, all of that. And it starts to culminate into a space where blessings can be birthed. And we trust that they can be birthed because we are walking in alignment with what he's called us to do. And so 
build the boat. It's going to look insane at times. You're going to get questions at times. There are going to be some of the questions. That's another thing. Sometimes we're worried about people asking us questions and looking at us and da, da, da. And some people are looking and they're trying to assess what their skill set is because they're seeing what you're building. They're not going to ask you, are you building a boat or are you building a plane? They see that you're building a boat. Some people can see your vision. Even though you're a long way off, they get it, you know? And they're looking so that way they can see if any of their tools, any of their assets, any of their gifts can be paired to help you. Some people are looking at you, admiring. They're like, dang, God told me to build a boat last year and I haven't got started yet. And look at her, she's halfway done and she got sweat on her brow and she needs a lunch break 10 times a day because she's tired and this is hard work, but she's doing it. And you're motivating somebody else to build their boat. Sometimes we're looking, we think people are looking at us because we got a tugboat right now. We got a little, we got a little bitty boat. It ain't the Titanic. It ain't, it ain't big and massive. It can hold so many people and so many things. We have a canoe, okay? But that is the start. And canoes can still tread water. Canoes can still carry you from point A to point B. Canoes can still carry more than one person. You can still bless one person with the canoe that God has called you to build. And you can do more work and you'll get further and you'll be able to get to a new territory that you couldn't get to on land. And the land for me right now, if I can be straight up, it is comfortability. I don't want to be uncomfortable. I don't want to be challenged. I don't want to be in a space where I don't have the answers. I like to know that I know that I know that I know what's popping off and what's about to happen. And what happens though, when I do that is I tell myself the same script because I've been there before and I don't really need community because I can handle it on my own and I don't form new habits. I don't discover new things about myself. And you discover, when you discover things about you, you discover stuff about God. And when you discover stuff about God, you discover stuff about you. And so because I'm staying, I'm, I'm trying to break out of it, but I was staying in a space of doing the same thing at the same times and talking to the same people about the same stuff. I'm not learning anything new about God. And when I don't learn anything new about God, I start to not rely on him as much. I don't trust him as much because I'm putting him in a box. And when I do that with him, I do that with me. And so I start to think that I'm going to be doing the same old, same old for years. So there's nothing new that I can give on my platforms. There's nothing new that I can give to my friendships. There's nothing new I can give to my family. There's no new poem that I can write because I've written the best poem that I can do. All of these thoughts now start to circulate in my head. And what happens when that happens is now it goes beyond that just being a fact like, oh, well, the poem thing's over for me. Oh, well, this thing is over. And it's, you just think it stays here. And it doesn't. It starts to go lower and lower and lower. You have to say, what is the point? Why am I here? Who cares? Why should I be doing this? I don't know what I'm doing. I should have never started that in the first place because now it's led me to this point. Like you start to really get into this dangerous self-deprecating space. And so, and that's because we decided to stay on land when we have a call to build a boat. And you build a boat on land, but how you interact with the land looks different. You're not just sitting in one spot and you watching the tide on the dock of the bay. What happens is you're going back and forth. You have to pick up that wood, bring it to your workstation. You're cutting things. You need a break. You have people watching and they're, they're offering for help. And you have to navigate that. You're setting up boundaries. What is your work time? What is your time to replenish yourself? It all looks different. 
as you start to build. Mind you, you're still on land. God ain't going to just throw you out into the water and tell you to swim. He wants you to be sustained. And so that's the point of the boat. It's not a trick. It's not a game. It's not a ploy. It's not a plot. What it is, is a set up. There is promotion that is happening. Do you know what boats need? Boats need a captain. They need a captain. They need somebody on that thing that is going to get you from point A to point B. That's going to be able to call out when you need to pull that sail up, when you need to take it down, when you need to turn left, when you need to go right, when the crew needs to come together and celebrate because you've made it to your destination. That is what boats need. They need captains. Captains aren't on land. They don't sit there. They tread water. They step out and they trust that the work that they've put in will yield results. So a lot of us are on land trying to be the captains of our life, but captains aren't made captains on land. They are determined captains by the fact that they're willing to go out on the water. And when you're treading and you're just surviving without a boat and you just like, I'm going to just do it. Forget it. I'm just going boop. And you just pop in and do it. Nobody calls them captains either. They're fools. Because it's like, why are you in the middle of the water? You don't got no gear. You don't got no oxygen mask. You don't got no protection. You just out here doing stuff. And so that's what happens when we do things on our own time with our own plan. We're trying to just, eh, I'll figure it out. And we're doing life without God. We just be some fools. Just, just doggy paddling around. No compass. And unlikely to get to our destination. And if we get there, we are more tired, we're more stressed out, and there's less impact that we're willing to have with ourselves and with those around us. When you're a captain, you have people on your crew that support you. You have people that can lift you up and they can carry the weight when you can't do it. You have impact because people see your leadership. They see your style. They see your tenacity. They see your relationship with God. They see how you're continuing to plug in even when you don't want to. They see that hard moment when there was a storm out on the water, but yet you remained on the course. They see that. They honor it. And again, they'll want to give to you. They'll want to serve you in the season while you're serving because you're a captain and you chose to be a captain simply by stepping out. But there's stuff I have to do, but I was like, I have to record this now. The more that I wait, the more I'm sitting on land and I'm mad that I'm not a captain, but I made a captain by building my boat. And so that's what I'm choosing to do here today to build to build with what I have. I watched a sermon recently by T.D. Jakes and it was called Strengthening What Remains. There are some things that we've lost. Captains lose things all the time. There are pieces of your build. There are stuff that you wanted at your workstation that you don't see there. And you're like, now how am I going to build a boat now? I'm, I'm missing plywood. I'm missing a saw. I'm missing, I had people that were helping me build and now they're not here. It's going to take me longer. And we start to pay attention to all of that but we still have materials. We're still called to wear that captain title and to get where God is instructing us to go, where we feel that Holy Spirit tug to get us there. And so what I'm saying is to use what you have, use the instruction you've been given, use your prayers, use your everything, everything that you have left in you 
everything that you have left in you and go for it bit by bit. I messed up yesterday. I didn't run yesterday. I wasn't as productive as I wanted to be yesterday. And I really was like, I don't know. I mean, it could have messed up my whole week if I would have not decided that I can still be a captain today, that the charge that's been given to me, that the um, instruction that's been given to me, that the wood that I still have in my workstation can still be put together to make a boat. It still can. It's still possible. And so that is what I want to charge to y'all. Whatever pieces that you have left, if you thought it was a canoe at first and it's a kayak, whatever you got going on, you build that thing. Build it. Work on it. Invite somebody into the journey. If you already did that and everybody that you've invited has gone away, do that thing by yourself. Whatever you have left is viable. All you have is all you need. You're waiting on God and he's called you. And now he's waiting on you. Build the thing. He won't come down and do it for you. He'll stand here with you in it. He'll give you instruction. He will mend your heart if there are things in you that are broken that are hindering you from doing it. He'll send angels to block the enemy from what you have going on. He'll activate based on your faith, based on the words that you speak out of your mouth. He'll do that for sure. That's all his part. But when he told Noah the instruction, he told him how long the plywood should be, how to cut it, how to make it, how long he was going to be at sea. He gave him all of that. But what God didn't do was build the boat for him. That was on Noah to handle. And so for us to get the blessings that we want, for us to be in the rooms that we want to be in, for us to have the impact that we know. When I tell y'all, I feel so deeply and so strongly that everything that I want, everything I've written down, everything that I see in my mind's eye everything that I see of myself, the stages that I see myself on, the people that I see myself talking to, the conferences that I'm at, child, the money that I'm making, all of it. I can see it. I can taste it, but I can't feel it until I put that work in. It won't happen. I just be a, a sweet dream that I'll, I'll have repeatedly and repeatedly, 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 but it will not become a reality until I decide to do the work and so I want us to recognize that if you can see it, if you can feel it, if it's a constant thing that you're thinking about, you're talking about, you've written about, I love that because that means that faith is present. Do you know how many people in the world don't have faith? They don't have hope. They don't have a lingering thought that there is positive things that can happen to them in this world. Like they have just lost all faith and hope and positivity in their lives. And so if you can see, feel, imagine a good thing, coming, that is a great sign. That means that you believe. That means you have faith. Faith is the evidence of things hoped for, right? And so as you hope for something repeatedly, then you have the faith that you can achieve it. But we also know that faith without works is dead. And so I want us, I want us to remember to put in the work and it's going to be gruesome. There are going to be some days when you just don't want to. Okay. It don't feel good. I don't want to. I ain't going to. Like that is just, that's real tea and it happens to us all. What I'm telling you to do and what I'm telling myself to do, what I'm charging us to do is to push as much as you can. Push anyway. We will see the benefit. God guarantees us of it. But we have to show up and build the boat. You want to build the boat. You don't want to be caught in the rain. And you don't have what will help you sustain, what will carry you from one season 
to the next. This time is a time of preparation. This time is a time of promotion. Like it's happening already. What you want, the pieces are already moving and in place, but you want to be in a space and in a sphere where you are partnering with God to get it done. You want to partner with God so that way when it's done, you can be like, period. Like I, I did that and we did that together. And so my charge, my prayer is that all of us build our boats, build the boat, partner with God, allow him to come in and to be that carpenter. He's a carpenter, right? So if he's telling you to build a boat, God knows measurements. He understands the hard work in that. He knows the different textures that come with putting a thing together. He gets it because that was that was Jesus' role. He was a carpenter. And so I've never been a carpenter. I don't know about y'all, but certain things that I'm building, I've never built before. I have to have God. I have to rely on him to help me do it. And this is the same for you. As you're building, there are some things that you just never built before. There are some experiences that you've never felt before. And so why not lean on and trust the person who knows all, who can't fail and has empowered you to have that same that same strength, that same power, that same wisdom, that same knowledge. And so build that boat today. Do it. Go out, grab it, seize it, and watch how the very thing that you built, the very thing that you labored in will be the thing that sustains you in your next. I love you guys. Um, remember to profess your power. I hope that this has helped. And we will be having a few things coming up. So if you haven't already, be sure that you subscribe to the Pros and Praise pages. It's my weekly newsletter that I send out to empower and inspire all of the cool kids across the land. And if this show helps you, be sure that you share it with a pal, honey. Empower all the other cool kids to come in on this journey. And be sure that you leave a rate and review. It really helps to get the message out for the show. So I love you guys. Be sure to profess your power in this power and pros. Bye.